Hello, so we're looking at First uh, Kings chapter 7 to 11. And um, before we actually get to the chapter 7, I want to draw your attention to chapter 11. And we're looking at verse 35. It says, But I will take the kingdom out of his son's hand, and I will give it to you ten tribes. Yet to his sons I will give one tribe, and David my servant may always have a lamp before me in Jerusalem, the city where I've chosen to put my name. The name of God here is mentioned, the, the name of God here is mentioned quite often. The, the whole temple, the, the building of the temple, it's for his name. And you see here, Solomon has done evil in the sight of God. And um, he's now, God is, uh, talking to Jeroboam. And he's saying, if you would listen to all that I command you, and walk in my ways, and do what is right in my eyes, by keeping my statutes, my commandments, as David my servant did. I will be with you, and I will build you a sure house. I'll build for you as, uh, as for David, and I will give you Israel to you. And uh, now what you're looking at here, you know, when people look at horoscopes and when they look at the future and then they want to look at things to see what their future would become, it's very simple. If you are called by God and you have chosen to follow Him or He has chosen to give you a promise, that which He had promised will only come to pass if you fulfill that which He had required. So there's a condition there, but there's, there's also in non-condition. So he provide, he promised David that his throne will remain forever. And so even here, God is seeking out David's throne to be ensure, into, although they don't deserve it, that he looks after this the throne because his son is now squandering it with all the wisdom he has. He is, uh, he, the Bible says in where? In uh, First Kings chapter 11, verse 6, he says, Solomon did what was evil in the sight of the Lord and did not wholly follow the Lord as David his father did, has done. Now you're going to find that phrase that he had done evil uh, quite often in the kings. And um, he, Solomon here has built high places uh, for Chemosh and the abomination of Moab and Molech and uh, the abomination of the Amorites. Ammonites. And uh, you can see that the foreign wives that God had spoken right at the beginning of uh, Deuteronomy when, when they had to talk to them about the covenants, you see the children going off here. They've made foreign gods. Uh, they've also offered sacrifices to foreign gods. So this one tribe that has been kept for David's sake is not because of David's, uh, of anything he's done. It's purely because God had promised him. So God uh, also makes a promise and he also is fulfilling that promise by himself. Not that they had accomplished anything, that he keeps it, but you can see that with all the wisdom Solomon has, it's still not enough wisdom for spiritual growth and gain. Three times Solomon used to offer up burns offerings and peace offerings on that altar that he had built to the Lord, making offerings with it before the Lord. So he finished the house. Um, what you see here is that the scripture where God does not delight in offerings and sacrifices, but obedience, and nobody was obeying him. And every 
time he says to his people obey my statutes fulfill my my commandments you see they don't want to do so it's like having a child and you got to tell the child all the time don't do this don't do this don't do this and you still go on and doing that which is not supposed to do what would you do you you try to punish the child by saying or discipline the child by saying that's it you're not getting this or you're not getting that you try to penalize him or her from not receiving that which gives pleasure god is so merciful that he doesn't he doesn't do anything out of that which he's already instructed the people he says to them if you obey my laws and keep my commands you will be, you live well in the land you the fruit of the land will be yours but if you don't um here are the punishments for or the implications for that and these implications are there'll be famine there'll be people who come and take over the land you will not reap a harvest and these are the signs of disobedience and even though the disobedience have been very clearly mentioned it's as if everyone forgot to read their bible isn't that very similar to our day where we are trying to build sort of what uh, say ministries in fact we have lost focus as to what god has called us to do and that's the sad reality for all of us in that we look to that which uh, is short term gain rather than the fruit that our children will eat off and so you see solomon here that his father had built a kingdom he'd given it to him he's extended it he's done very well but he may be doing well on a physical level but on a spiritual level what god has commanded him that if he obeyed it if he would he, he would uh, keep his word, uh, word and he like his father david who was walked with integrity of heart upright doing according to all that he had commanded in keeping god's statutes and rules then he will establish his royal throne uh, over israel forever he says and i will promise uh, david your father saying you shall not lack a man on the throne of israel and you will see that that will come to pass where they will lack a man on the throne because they've been taken away from their promised land so the queen of sheba comes in and she is all uh, amazed by it and at that end of that uh, sort of saga there it says that uh, solomon went ashrot uh, the god uh, the goddess of the sidons and after milcom and the abomination of the ammonites you see that how can someone with so much of wisdom is willing to go opposite to what god has said make no graven images so solomon had 700 wives princesses and 300 concubines and his wives turned him away from the heart of god and in his old age he started to uh, uh not walk in the ways of his father as his father did so you got that uh, jeroboam is one where god makes another covenant with him and says if you listen to what i've said to you if you listen to the commands i've given you and you walk in my ways and do what is right in my eyes and keep my statutes and commandments as david my servant did i'll be with you and i will build you a sure house he's now saying to this to jeroboam but you will see that that's short lived as well and the question for us now is with all the wisdom that one has how can one not see clearly 
And the answer is found in the New Testament. And I want to go there and I want to show it to you. And it's in James chapter 3 to verse uh, 15, let's do 13. Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and make false the truth. This is not wisdom, remember, this is not wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly and spiritual demonic. For where jealousy, strife, ambition exist and disorder and every vile practice, but the wisdom from above is first pure, peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere, and the harvest of Righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. And with this, chapter 4 starts off by saying, What causes quarrels among you? Is it not that your passions are at war with you? You desire and you do not have, and you murder and you covet, etc. Right? So these are the passions that he is asking, God gave, but he's asking amiss, and uh, his passions are at war with him. So don't you know that anyone that is French, has friendship with the world is at enmity with God. So if you're going to be an enemy of God, just seek after the things of this world. God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves therefore to God and resist the devil. He will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be wretched and mourn and weep and let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exalt you. And with that, I leave you to just meditate upon our own lives and say, Lord, you've blessed me with so much. Have I followed your commandments? Have I gone astray? Have I turned that which is holy to be unholy, that which is consecrated to be, uh, to be, be blasphemed? And Lord, I commit myself to you, asking forgiveness and asking that you would restore my heart to the person and the uh, ministry that you've called me to do and fulfill. God bless you. See you tomorrow.